Welcome, welcome to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Anna Nelson. I'm your host. I'm a fellow industry uh, colorist. I've been in this industry for over two decades, and this podcast is my way of contribution. Um, if you are new here, welcome. If you are a regular Comey, welcome back. If you chose to click on this episode in particular, it tells me that either at some point in your life or currently, you have dealt with or are dealing with the feelings of imposter syndrome. So some of the things that I cover in this podcast, we talk about hair color, we talk about hair color theory, we talk about social media, we talk about um, business building strategies. I've interviewed some phenomenal artists, but today we are talking a little bit about mindset. And this is a very important topic for me, not necessarily imposter syndrome, but mindset and how to shift our mindsets and how to kind of do the work. Because at the end of the day, what goes on in your mind and how and what is being said kind of shapes how you show up and how your life kind of unfolds. So if you have ever dealt with imposter syndrome, I'm here to tell you this, you are not alone. Um, I think it's approximately 70% of people admit to having experienced imposter syndrome. And then a Twitter poll a few years ago found that 87% have experienced this. So even some of your favorite performers, influencers, hairstylists, platform artists have experienced this imposter syndrome. But what is imposter syndrome. Okay. So firstly, it's the inability to accept and internalize your accomplishments and being afraid of being exposed as a fraud. So people who have experienced imposter syndrome feelings are usually plagued by self-doubt and that believe that they are unqualified for their success despite the evidence contrary to it. So like you can be killing it in your career, you can be crushing it, but imposter syndrome won't see any of that and it'll just see that you suck in this one area. So for example, hairdressers that are newly licensed, um, new business owners, suite owners, new educators, and even those of us making reels to showcase our talents have suffered from bouts of imposter syndrome, right? inadequacies, fears of failure, and that your success is just a matter of luck or timing instead of hard work. Um, those are some common feelings of imposter syndrome. But the truth is, if these feelings go unchecked, if these feelings go unaddressed, they really can prevent us from setting and achieving our benchmark goals, like the big shit in our career, because the, the, the feelings of imposter syndrome can take over. So if you've ever suffered with these feelings, or maybe you're even feeling it now, I'm going to share with you just a few tools and strategies to overcome these feelings in like a healthy and productive way. These are things for me anytime that I felt the imposter syndrome creep in. I think all of us at some point have felt it. So these are things that have worked for me. And like I always say, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. And my goal is to inspire and empower this industry through my own learning. So I'm sharing with you what has worked for me in the past and what has worked with people that I've coached. Okay. So the number one thing is don't hide it. And what I mean by that is don't go, you know, saying, oh my God, I feel like an imposture. But you have to acknowledge that what you're feeling is in fact imposter syndrome. 
and that you don't actually suck. You just feel like you suck, but you don't suck. Okay. It's a known fact that if you don't acknowledge something and if you don't shine the light on it and see it for what it really is, it will continue to have power over you. This is the same thing with fear of failure, um, feelings of unworthiness, like all of these things. If you don't shine the light on it, it's like this big, scary thing, right? In your head. If you don't, if you're just kind of putting it to the side and not giving it attention, it's this big, massive, scary thing. And then when you shine the light on it, it's like, oh, that's what that is. It's not that big. It's not that scary. Right. So when you acknowledge it, it, it takes away its power. So when you acknowledge that, okay, I don't suck. I just feel like I suck, but I don't suck. I'm not internalizing sucking. I just feel like I suck. Right. Um, and it, so it doesn't have power over you anymore. And these, this leads right into the point that like, you really need to learn the best that you can to separate your feelings from the facts. And one thing that imposter syndrome can do is really diffuse your perception of reality. So taking a step back and looking at big picture objectively can really help um, determine, appreciate, and acknowledge the facts that have led to the success that you are experiencing instead of the feelings of, oh, I just got lucky or, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, the facts are you worked hard. You've done that, da, 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 right? So take a step back, look at it objectively and separate your feelings from the facts. Okay, the number two way to silence this imposter syndrome feelings is to stop it. Um, there's a book by Melinda Fouts. It's called Cognitive Enlightenment, I think. And she outlines this stop technique to overcome imposter syndrome. And STOP is really an acronym for silence the oppressive player. So she says you need to eradicate this tape that is playing 24-7, whether you are conscious of it or not. It plays the loudest when we are tired, hungry, or we are feeling defeated. So here's how you implement the STOP technique. Let me give you an example. Let's say the thought comes up of, I am not good enough. So first you need a launch sentence is what she calls it. To me, it's an affirmation. So instead of I am not good enough, the affirmation, the launch sentence or whatever is I am more than good enough, right? So second thing you need to do is write this down on multiple pieces of paper and plant them all around you as a reminder. You guys, we have to hack our brains. We have to. We have to take the steering wheel back. We have to take control back because if not, our programming, our subconscious thoughts, they are going to run us and keep us playing very, very, very small. Okay. So you write it down on paper, you plant it all around you. And when that thought of, I am not good enough, this is just an example. When that thought of, I'm not good enough comes up, what happens is your brain spirals, like just fucking gets unhinged into justifying why you're not good enough yeah, I am not good enough. I did this and I fucked up here and I did that. Like your brain goes fucking off the rails, justifying that belief that you are not good enough, validating this imposter syndrome, right? So it's challenging in that moment when you're unhinged and your brain is like ah, all over the place. 
it's challenging to remember the launch statement or to remember your affirmation. So seeing it around you is like a trigger to help when your brain has spiraled out of control until you can remember or be reminded of that statement, right? Um, what you do is you repeatedly say, stop, 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 stop. Because again, it's unhinged. Your brain is going down the rabbit hole of all the reasons why you suck. And if you don't stop it, it's going to continue and make you feel like shit. So until you can figure out what that affirmation was that you wanted to replace with that, you just say stop in your brain. Stop, stop, stop. Once you know or you remember or you're triggered by that launch statement or that affirmation, you can replace stop with I am more than good enough. Right. So when, but, but again, it comes back to, you have, you can't hide it. You have to shine the light on it. You have to know what the conversation in your brain is first, and then you can come up with a strategy to write down or come up with an affirmation that, that goes against that negative thought and validate something positive about you. And so when you're spiraled and hinged out of control, that is a trigger for you to be like, no. So instead of it saying, I suck because of this, you take control and you say, I am more than good enough. Well, you suck. I suck because of this. I am more than good enough. Okay. So seeing the statement is going to help you when you plant it all around. Um, and what's going to happen is over time, and I say this from experience, over time, your mind will start spiraling again, but in the direction of I am more than good enough. And it's going to give you evidence to support that. So your mind is going to get unhinged, but in a good way. It's going to show you why you were more than good enough. Wow, I killed it with that client. Wow, that was an amazing transformation. Wow, that color correction was phenomenal. Instead of I suck, instead of the like 1% that wasn't so great, once you start like completely believing in the other program, the other, the launch statement, then your mind is going to give you the evidence to support that. You just have to hack it a little bit. You just have to kind of like go in there and take control or else it will spiral to your demise. Okay. And I know it seems simple. It seems simple enough, but when our minds do go unhinged, we do need a simple, easy to remember strategy or a solution to pull us out of it. Number three way to silence imposter syndrome. This is one of my favorite strategies and I call it a win list. Any time you have a win, an accomplishment, a highlight moment in your career, a highlight moment in your personal life, jot it down on your win list. There is no win that is too big and no win that is too small. A win is a win, period. So while it may be awkward to keep a list of all of your wins and accomplishments, okay, revisiting this list from time to time especially when the imposter syndrome is raging and your brain is unhinged, it is definitely going to help diminish that imposter syndrome because like this is in line with my first point of separating feelings from facts. Feelings are what your brain is telling you when it's spiraling out of control and validating why you suck. But your win list is factual proof that you do not in fact suck. So keep a win list, a note in your phone, of anything that you feel proud of, anything that is a benchmark moment, any win that you have. And so anytime you're feeling plagued with feelings of self-doubt, I'm not good enough, I suck, blah, 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 you can look at that win list. Like that is facts. 
versus all of these made up shit that are feelings. That is fact. Okay. Uh, number four, how to silence imposter syndrome is assemble your people. The importance of having the right people around it, around you is undoubtedly crucial, especially, especially if you have big goals and big dreams and you get plagued by imposter syndrome or fear of failure. Okay. It is so important to have a diverse group of people to bounce ideas off of, to hold you responsible to your goals, to hold you accountable, and to call your ass out on your wins and your bullshit, okay? These are your people. Now, they don't all have to know each other, but you have to have a few key people that you can go to, and they're your people. And with these people, you're going to share your experiences, your fears, creative ideas, aspirations, your goals, your setbacks, your comebacks, all of that. These are people that you trust to hold you accountable, to hold you responsible, to call you out on your shit. Like these are your people. And with these people, you celebrate each other's accomplishments, right? You call out each other's bullshit. Just make sure that these people are your people and that they have your best interest at heart. A handful of people like this in your life will absolutely transform your perception of yourself, your feelings about yourself, and you achieving your goals. Like having that support system, oh my God, it's insanely uh, valuable. Okay, the last thing is, um, this is a funny one, but it's something that I use and have used for over a decade now. It's acronyms. So maybe you've heard before um, what I've talked about, the JFDI, right? It's a known phrase in my household, JFDI, it stands for just fucking do it. Um, and that is like, whenever I know I need to do something and I don't want to do it, I'm all in my head about it. I just, I just say JFDI, I just fucking do it. And I just fucking do it. Okay. Um, it's an acronym I use on a regular basis. Like another example, the alarm goes off, just fucking do it. Don't snooze, just get up. Right. Time to work out. I don't want to all the excuse, just fucking do it. It's quite handy. But here's something that I have never shared. This is my first time sharing it, that JFDI is only part of the acronym. The other very important part, which is the beginning part of the acronym, is GTFOYA. G-T-F-O-O-Y-H. Get the fuck out of your head. So the whole thing is GTFOYA, J-F-D-I, okay? Means get the fuck out of your head and just fucking do it. Most, if not all of the time, we are so in our heads. Feelings of imposter syndrome, unworthiness, inabilities, programs, subconscious belief systems, etc. Like I said earlier, these run what I call our SOSs, our standard operating systems. As a human being, we have standard operating systems. These are belief systems, the way we behave, the way we react, what triggers us since we were little. Okay. And so there's a whole subconscious element that runs that and it's all in our head. Okay. So the conscious mind is in our head, even though these programs are subconscious, this is all in our head. But when you have big goals and you have big dreams, your conscious mind, your head is not going to help you. It's your subconscious soul spirit, whatever you want to call it, that is going to help change those stories that we have and make these big goals a reality. So that subconscious system that we have, we need to hack it. 
Okay. Cause if it's no longer serving you, you need to hack it. So when these stories come up for you and the imposter syndrome is unhinged and spiraling, for example, you want to make a reel, right? You're thinking, okay, I need to hop on the real trends. It's social media. It's 2020, whatever. Um, you want to make that real. And then your mind can sound something like, who do I think I am to do this? I'm going to get made so fun of this, right? So-and-so is probably going to judge me. My dad's going to think I'm stupid. I can't do this. My work isn't good enough. This cut isn't perfect. Like all of that shit, good for you and just fucking do it. Get the fuck out of your head and just fucking do it. I promise you, I promise you, don't think. Just do and then take that win, write it down on your win list and rinse and repeat. And when you do that over and over and over again, you're going to see that the imposter syndrome starts to diminish and that feeling of worthiness, that feeling of I can fucking do it starts to elevate. Okay. So my final thoughts on this, and I hope that you took notes and I hope that you do um, apply some of these concepts and some of these ideas. They may be silly, but I speak from experience. They have changed the way I show up in my family in behind my chair and how I show up on social media. So here's my, my final thought is that the feelings of imposter syndrome are very real. I'm not discounting it. I'm not discrediting it. But the majority of the time, those feelings are there from made up stories in your mind. So use these tools, use these tips, use some of these strategies to help combat that imposter syndrome. And over time, like I said, you will find that it's going to diminish and fade away because at the end of the day, you are good enough and you can do this. I'll catch you guys next week.